Hi, this is Anne Ajade with Dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series. And this is the Lenten edition. Lent is a time where we walk that road that Jesus walked, that long Via Dolorosa, where he had to carry the sins, the symbol of the sins of the whole world. He carried the cross and walked all that way, that winding way, and bore the shame and ultimately died for us. That's the reason we can stand as believers, because somebody paid the price. That we are called by his name is a rare privilege, and we do not take it for granted. Welcome, my dear friend. Welcome. How are you doing today? How is life treating you? Today I want us to look at a subject that is found, really found in a Bible story. And I will crave your indulgence to let me read the Bible story. That story is found in the book of John, chapter 4, beginning from, I'll start from verse 1. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John, although it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar. Near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's wells was there and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You're a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well, and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to Keep coming here to draw water. He told her, go and call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands. And the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. So the woman said, I can see that you're a prophet. 
Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is of the Jew. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is a spirit. His worshippers must worship him in the spirit and in truth. That was the scripture, John chapter 4 verses 1 to 24. My dear friend, what is your story? How is your life? That woman that we met at the well, let's give her a name because the Bible did not give her a name. Let's call her Jane. Her journey has been long. In today's parlance, we will say that she had been unlucky with men. She married five of them. None of them filled the void she felt on the inside. Every man she yoked up with looked like it, but as soon as she got him, she realized that she had made another mistake. She had to endure many snide remarks. No one understood her, and it became embarrassing to the point that she would rather go to the well when she was sure there was no one there, she went in the afternoon, smack at 12 noon. That was her way of escaping and avoiding the crowd, staying away from social functions. She was sure to avoid other women so as not to be accused of husband snatching. That life was a lonely one. But what could she do? She had to mind her business and that she did very well. Her story had become too many. Many of them were, of course, not so accurate. How could she clear herself? Knowing that her reputation, reputation did not help her case. No wonder she chose to go to the well in the afternoon. At least she'll be alone. Nobody would give her snide looks. Nobody would look at her in a funny way. She didn't have to endure their meanness or their mischievous comments. Jane, our dear sister, longed for peace. And then she gets to the well and finds that there was somebody already there. Oh no, God, she must have, have had enough. Please, not another man, please. This one doesn't look threatening though. He looked quiet, kind and gentle. And then he started the conversation. She didn't have to entice him. She didn't need to woo him. Besides, she was already tired of man trouble. This man, though Jew, did not mind relating to her. Mm. Amazing. A typical Jew will not condescend. Interesting. There was something about him. He would come across as pride. Because he, he had a certain authority, you know, like in today's parlance, we we'll say he had the suave, he was suave, he was smooth. He seemed to have a knowing beyond the peripheral. Indeed, this man should be listened to. Did he not know which well he was at? Everyone who came to the well drank and got their fill, their livestock too. And a strange man was there at a well. He had nothing to draw with and he was offering her some drink. The man, <laughs> he didn't even stop there. He kicked it up a notch. 
Where is your husband, you quizzed? And I reply, come on now. Please, I said I didn't want man trouble. She replies him, I don't have any. Truth, the man said. Proceeded to tell her her life story. Hey, God Almighty. Clearly, this man was no ordinary man. For the first time, someone understood her. Someone hit home. Someone touched the void in her life. She has had husbands, obnubbed with men, but they barely scratched the surface. This one was a heat. She was used to men, but they never quenched her thirst. Continue some more. At the end of the discourse, she finds that the one man she needed in her life the Christ Jesus himself, the fountain of all life, the living water himself, was standing right in front of her and offering her life. The same thing she had looked for all her life. I'm sure you're familiar with that story. My story, my, my question for you, my dear friend, is that was the woman at the well. How will we write your story? What will typify your story? Have you been tossed about in search of the real God? My dear, what are you even looking for? Are you looking for fame, money, power, husband, wife, children, position, and how are you going about that search? For Jane, our woman at the well, it was men she was looking for her to quench her thirst. You, what are you trying? Jane ended up an evangelist. May you end up finding destiny. May you end up having an encounter with the Messiah. May your life be turned around. May God answer the deep questions of your heart. May he touch you where you need him. May he make your life worth living. This is an Ajadi. You can find some more resources on Amazon.com. Amazon.com slash an Ajadi. You have books like you will marry well, written for, for us to explore every aspect of marriage. Strength for the journey looks at encouraging you to take your path in Christ. Walk with me in the footsteps of Jesus. Is us wanting to be like Jesus. Heart matters, life matters. It's based on the book of Proverbs. And of course... God's Lady in Waiting is based on the book of Esther. As you go about your life today, do please ask to meet Jesus. Ask him to come in. And if you want us to pray, please do not hesitate. You can reach out to me, anajadi at hotmail.com and we can pray together. Do have a nice day. God bless you. Bye-bye now.